Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is all about Reiki, which is another word for energy healing. And we talk about chakras. Now, I guess we have seven chakras and Jessica will explain all of that to you shortly. I encourage you to have an open mind. And I feel like Reiki is no different than yoga and meditation because it is another way that you can relax, work through any emotions that you're dealing with. And I feel like it's a newer concept, even though I think it's been around for, I don't know, hundreds of years, but it's something the Western world is hearing more about. So encourage you to have an open mind. Also, we are doing a giveaway. I am teaming up with a dash. Now they were on episode 61. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to listen. Cool story how we met. They are sisters. And let me explain what this product is. So they created a Dash Balance, which is a canned lower caffeine organic cold brew coffee infused with your daily Dash of adaptogens, which help your body manage stress naturally. And if you're like me, I live for my coffee, drink it every day, all day. It's not something I will ever give up or want to give up. But unfortunately, it can leave me feeling super anxious and jittery and a dash does not do that. So what we're doing, we are going to give a winner 12 cans of a dash. They will ship the product right to your house. All you have to do is screenshot this episode, tag drink a dash on Instagram at drink a dash and myself at Lauren period Kubat's and let us know what you loved about the episode. So again, we will pick one winner. All you have to do is screenshot this episode and tag drink a dash and myself at Lauren period Kubat on Instagram and you can win 12 cans of a dash. Okay, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Ooh, we have a juicy one today. This is something that has been brought into my 
sphere, I guess, in the last year, I would say. Maybe I've heard of this prior. I just didn't really think about it. Today, we have a Reiki expert. Her name is Jessica Barron. She is a 19-year entrepreneur who struggled and still does struggle, just like you. She has faced and survived an eating disorder, addictive behavior, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, mom guilt, and shame, like us all, right? She has two amazing kids, 14 and 11, a divorce, and much more. Jessica has a BA in dance and has owned her children's dance studios for 19 years. Upon seeking her own coaching and healing, she discovered life coaching and energy healing and experienced her own transformation. She is now a certified professional life coach and Reiki master. Thank you, Jessica, for being here. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Ooh, I know. I So we're going to explain. I'll explain my experience with Reiki. Um, never had this done. But first, can you explain to the listeners exactly what Reiki is? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Reiki is energy healing. And it is, I like to, I like to explain it as like, it's like coaching, but it's the signals that your body is giving and not your monkey mind. So mm-hmm. your body actually has seven chakras, which um, contain elements of different aspects of your life. So for instance, like your throat chakra is how you communicate, you know, if you're standing in your truth, speaking your truth. And so what a, what a Reiki master does or a Reiki practitioner is that we can go in and we can actually read what the body is doing where things might be trapped, where things might be blocked. And so a lot of times you don't really know these past traumas, these past experiences have literally been trapped in the cells of your body. And it's coming out in your adult life. It's coming out in the way that you respond to things. It's coming out in depression and anxiety. And so what we can do is go in and change you energetically and balance you so that you can start showing up more authentic, more in tune with yourself, more embodied, um, because really our body is our biggest tool and indicator of what's going on with our life, you know? So our mind just gets in the way Mm. and starts turning, turning, turning. And we get all of these conditionings when we come out, I always say we come out as like a clean slate. And the minute we come out, it's like, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. This is what you're going to do. This is how you live this. You need to go to college. You need to get married. You need to have kids, you know? And so we've just constantly got this stuff ingrained in us and it gets an add on traumatic events or trauma and trauma is just anything that has changed the way you think about yourself. It doesn't have to be some disastrous trauma, but Mm -hmm. add all that in. And then we've lost who we are and our body Mm -hmm. is all out of sorts. And so What I do with my clients is I go in and help them start releasing. Um, I can sense what in each chakra, what is either balanced or missing. Um, But it is just life force energy, which we all have. And I go in and move it around for you so that it works for you, not against you. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So if, if Reiki is the energy healing chakras, you said there's seven. So what would you consider a chakra? So we have seven, they start from the crown they go to the root, the pelvic floor. Um, I'll start down. So the pelvic floor is our root chakra. That's like our connection to the physical world, the material Mm -hmm. world, um, all of the things that we want. Um, 
The next one up is right below your navel. That's your sacral chakra. That is our creativity. That is our sensuality, our sexuality, um, how we are in relationships. Then right underneath your rib cage is your solar plexus. Mm -hmm. This is our power. This is our motivation. This is our truth. This is what we came to this earth to do. And that's one that is blocked for a lot of people Mm -hmm. because of all the conditioning that they've received. So Reiki can really help you open up to what your purpose is Mm -hmm. around. Um, Then you have your heart and that's your, you know, that's right in the middle of your chest. That is your um, love, your compassion and self-love. So a lot of times clients will come to me and say, and I'll say your heart chakra and they'll be like, but I love, (laughs) I'm so loving. I give to everyone and we do, but we forget to give to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that heart chakra can get blocked or we decide really early that it's not worth it to, um, you know, receive the love because then it hurts too bad, you know? So we have this blocked, right? Right. Um, Our throat, we talked about that. That's our communication, how we speak, how we show up. We have our third eye, which is right in the middle of our forehead. And that is our intuition. That is our greatest gift, Mm. our greatest, greatest, greatest gift. So when you have that feeling that something's not right or that something's amazing, like really stepping into either of those places and not second guessing, That's your third eye. And then your crown, which is the top of your head. And that's really your connection to divinity. That is what you consider to be greater than yourself, the support and the connection to a world bigger than us as humans Mm. on this planet. And really, if you can connect to that and then stay really grounded, the other ones kind of will will feel really, you know, pretty decent. I think we talked about that when you came in, like mm-hmm. really stepping into this idea of like going low and coming up and then really, you know, centering in on the other ones. But um, that's, yeah, that's chakras in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> these are the area areas um, that basically the energy are- system. Yeah. The energy, what, what was the last part? The energy system. So we have marid- what are called, our body is, has inside of it what is called meridians and nadis. Um, and that's just how energy flows through our body. That's how our organs work. It's how when we're moving and we're exercising, it's and it goes just straight down the center. And those are your chakras. And then we have all these little areas that go down, come out of the palm of our hand. So when I have a client, I will always open the palm of their hands and the bottom of their feet so that I can get a good flow going because that's how things are releasing and coming. Um, really just open that up for you. So the meridian system is our energetic system within our body. And the chakras are the line that go down the center of the body that really control all of these other things. Then we have our aura, which is the energy that's outside of our body, but we'll stick in the body. (laughs) (laughs) So much energy, (laughs) lots of energy in this, in this stuff. Yeah. Like you hear that, like, Oh, they have a good aura. You know, I I think anybody can relate, relate to that. Or they have a bad aura, bad juju, whatever. Like that's the energy they're carrying around. (laughs) That is what is happening. And it's coming from in and then it translates into this. So think about like, if you've ever gone, you know, or met someone and you just automatically, you know, either felt, oh, this is like really uncomfortable. You know, it, that's, that's their energy is somehow 
coming into your, into your aura. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from my aura. <laughs> Bad energy. Oh my gosh. That's so funny because it is, it's something we pick on. If somebody, uh, up on, if somebody's at the grocery store and like they're huffing and puffing and they're behind you or trying to get past you, it's like, Oh, you know, you're feeling some type of way. And now you're making me feel some type of way. <laughs> oh yeah. I was taking my daughter to, to her bus stop the other morning and I got flipped off by this guy. And I was like, I guess I wasn't going fast enough for him, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff where you're just like, oh, and it just made me feel, yeah, yuck, you know, right. So people's energy can definitely affect you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> totally. Um, I want to like walk through like my experience with you um, for the listeners if they're like curious what kind of um, how you go through this energy healing. If you're cool with that, uh, absolutely, I'd love it. Okay, so. Um, first and foremost, I'll start like where, um, I enter the studio, you enter the studio and it's like, you feel like this instant, like Zen, like everything's like quiet and there's all these like neutral, pretty colors, like earthy tones, like, um, like creams and browns and just, you feel like Zen already coming in. And then, um, you had some essential oils going and a candle going, the light was dim. So you feel automatically like, just like at peace, like, ha, ah, you know, relax when you come in. And then um, I love that that's the way you felt. That makes me so happy. Yeah. That's, because, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yes. And I, I like, that's what you pick up on. Like if you, if this was happening in like, I don't know, a warehouse or like a fluorescent room, you'd get a totally different feeling. Right. right? Um, so, and then you're so like soft-spoken too, and like inviting. So it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Um, like come with me and I, I got you, you know, that type of feeling. <laughs> so I was already put at ease. Um, and then you had me sit down and then we were, um, you explain exactly what Reiki was and the process that you would go through. So there wasn't a point where I felt like uncomfortable or anything. You explain exactly what would happen. And then, um, I got on the bed, like it's basically like a massage bed, essentially, if you can imagine that. Um, and then you had me lay in the bed and then cover me with a nice blanket. I was like, I could stay here all day. It was like time <laughs> away from my kids. I would just come just for that. <laughs> and then I think you had me close my eyes if I felt comfortable. Um, is this where you did, did you wait to do like a little prayer or did you... So then. typically I will take the client through some breath work and okay, that's, that's what, what we did. Was. We did some breath work, some different, some different modes of breath work. I play music, mm-hmm. I smudge you and just really try to get them as comfortable and relaxed as possible because this is for a lot of people like you, like you had never experienced it. And, and it's normal for us to feel anxiety. Like, what is this woman doing? Why is there smoke in my face? Why is, why do I smell all these smells? What is happening? So that's why I really do try to like, get you in the most relaxed state before I start. And then I always call in, I say a little prayer. I offer myself to my guides, my, your guides. I call in your higher self, my higher self, all the people, all the things that can come in and just really help me channel what needs to be done for 
the particular person in that moment. And I always say that what I, you know, in this moment, I need to give them everything that they need. Mm-hmm. And so that then, then it gets channeled through me. And I just kind of, I kind of get into a meditative state myself as right. I'm starting to work because that's kind of how I connect in. Right. Yeah. Um, smudging. So can you explain that? So this is where smoke is involved. <laughs> I don't know how else. To... Yeah. No, 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 no. Smudging. So I use Palo Santo or Sage. Typically I use Palo Santo. I use Sage for spaces. So like, like this morning, for instance, it's like a new moon today. So okay. I came in and I saged the entire space, um, because it just kind of clears energy. Um, and then I like to use Palo Santo for physical beings. Um, although I have used, I use Sage too, but, it's just a, it's a ritualistic way to kind of get your body in. It it's clears negative energy. It's using all kinds of rituals for as way back as, you know, people did this stuff or it was documented. Um, and it's, it's just used to kind of clear the energy, make it peaceful, allow um, new energy, new higher vibrational energy to come in. Um, and I just, I have a little feather, so I like the smudge on, and I just go around the table with that and just, um, make sure your whole body has been cleansed and everything around there. And, and maybe even any existing energies that have been in this room, you know, I always Mm -hmm. try to cleanse the room between clients, but you know, energy does linger. So just making sure that your space and your time is a hundred percent yours, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is why you see like people smudging like new, um, new houses and yes. different rooms and stuff. Okay. Clearing the Anytime energy. that you want a quick, I usually do it on the new moons. Um, mm. cause the new moon is like setting your intentions, um, moving forward. And so I always like to, on the new moon of every month kind of come in and just clearing all my spaces and be like, okay, everything that was affecting me that maybe wasn't serving me can now go and I can start fresh, right? Mm. It's like a new beginning. So anytime you, you know, maybe something happened in your house or um, maybe you're about to throw a party, right? You can sage it, just make sure the energy is nice and clean and clear and, and high vibe. That's what, that's what the goal is, right? Yes. I love that. So then after that, um, after the prayer, then I was trying to like, remember, and I, I wrote, I thought I wrote most of this down, but apparently I didn't. Did you start at my feet? Is that where you opened up? I couldn't remember. It really, to be honest, I can't remember exactly where I started. I, you typically will go to the head first okay? Um, because in Reiki, there are, we have tools that we can use that I always like to send in through the head. And then, but then I do, I always work hands and feet are I work on that before I start touching the midline of the body, because Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I learned really early on on doing this work. I'd be like, why can I not like get this, that you've really got to open up all the channels in the person so that energy can freely move. So I always Mm -hmm. open that up. And then I just kind of start, you know, head, I'll pretty much place my hands on, on all your different chakras and, and, and get a reading of where you're at. Mm. And you have us, you have, well, you had me do like deep breathing too, where you're like, you know, bring it in and then release it, bring it in. And it was, so this is where it's different than like, I think most people can understand like a massage, but if you're having like a a hard time understanding the process of this energy healing, you basically are like setting your hands, you know, on 
the person in that chakra. Um, and then there was breathing on my end, breathing on your end at, and then like, um, was there like dusting or something of the hands? Yeah. I make all kinds of noise. Okay. I, yes, I do do this a lot. I mean, it's just like a lot of times I, I, you know, I just have little movements that my body, I, I call my, I consider myself to be an intuitive. So my, I literally let my body take over of what needs to be done. So yes, there's all kinds of hand movements. I use instruments. Um, I, uh, but yeah, there's all kinds of things that could be going on. Sometimes I'm smoothing. Now, a lot of Reiki practitioners practice above the body and, and it's, both ways is perfectly fine. I prefer, but obviously if I had a client who didn't want that. And the other thing I want to mention is you are fully clothed. People ask me that all the time. (laughs) Um, So you are fully clothed for this process. Um, But because it is, it does look like a massage table, which you wouldn't be. So um, it's totally understandable. But um, yeah. So then when, once we get you on there, I just start feeling around and seeing, seeing what's happening. Mm. Yeah. And then I remember specifically, like you came to my feet and almost felt like you were using some kind of tool or some kind of, like, Oh, the tuning forks. Yes. So talk yes. about Yes. So I have some tuning forks and they are basically one is associated to each of the chakras. It's just the notes. So each of the chakras is associated to a note. It's the same notes that are in the sound bowls that are okay. in the, um, the tuning forks and the tuning forks are just basically sound energy. So, right. It felt like it was vibrating. And a lot of times to get people grounded, especially because it's a new experience, people are a little, you know, it's hard for them to kind of get into that most relaxed mode. I will use those on your feet to get you kind of like to get that energy moving up. So it's basically sound waves that are going into your body and the sound works just like Reiki. It goes in and kind of like breaks things up, unblocks things, gets things back in order. Um, so that's why you hear a lot about the sound healing as well, but those are little forks and you just, you just bang them and they vibrate and you can put them over the body. You can place them on the body. Lately, I've been putting crystals on people and doing Mm. them through the crystal and the fork. So it just really, there's, there's a ton of ways to use those, but they really just kind of intensify, um, all of that energy flow. Okay. So does crystals do the same thing or how, how are they the same and how are they different? Well, crystals just have, they have the tightest energy frequency of anything on, um, anything of anything. So they're, they just have a frequency. It's not a, it's not a vibrating frequency, like the sound, but if you can place a crystal on your body, the same exact thing will happen. That would, if you put a sound or a hand on there, it just, Mm. the crystal is activating it. You don't feel it like you would the hand or the the vibration, but yes, like sometimes when I meditate, I'll put crystals on. (laughs) I put them on my body. <laughs> I need I all can't the really move on myself. So I'll use them. I'll use them for that. Um, oh my gosh. But they work all work in the same way. It's all this life force energy that is, you know, running through us, running through everything, running through just even like your everything that's around you in the physical world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just manipulating it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Reiki is like, I like to describe it as like, it's like spiritual wisdom or consciousness. So it's like really coming out of this, what we're most of us live every single day. And it's like 
conscious world of like overthinking and, you know, these things we talk to ourselves about, and it's just kind of allowing this softer spiritual side to come in and give you the tools that you need and the wisdom. And if you sit quiet enough, you'll start to get those messages for yourself. Right. Mm. Um, it's, it just, that's just the way the law of it. Um, yeah. So, um, when you are experiencing like a specific energy, maybe, I don't even know what you call it. What do you call it? Like, I don't know, bad energy or like a heavier energy in a particular chakra. What does that feel like to you? So for me, I, I operate on more of a knowing. So, and then sometimes I have the, the visualization visualization too, but we didn't mention earlier, but each of the chakras is related to a color. So there's a specific color for each one. So a lot of times, let's say the heart chakra is, is blocked, or I, I can feel sadness. Like the word sadness will come to me, or I will see more of like a murky swamp green. My eyes are always closed when I am working or when I am standing still. Now, if I'm moving around the table, I obviously have my eyes open, but like when I'm in a position and I'm really trying to get a breakthrough in a specific part of someone's body, I will close my eyes. And then at that time, sometimes I will see like this murky swampy green instead of this bright emerald green. And then I will just like visualize the turnaround in there. And then you can start to feel, feel it change and move. And a lot of times it's just because you're blocked I tell people a lot of times, like the chakras, sometimes individually, they're totally fine, but they're just not flowing together. Right. You know, so there's a lot of times it's like the in-between places and I move pretty quickly and, you know, you'll get a different kind of Reiki treatment from every Reiki person you go to. Some people like to move really slow and they stay in positions for like, you know, three to five minutes. I, like I said, I consider myself an intuitive. So whatever my body tells me to do, I'm going to go and move and do. So mm. that's kind of me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a doer. You're a doer. Yes. <laughs> hey, before we continue with the show, I want to talk to you about something that you might not think about too often, but it is vital in keeping you and your family safe. And that's insurance. In today's hectic world, we women have so many roles and things on our plate. Our to-do list seems to get longer and longer. Rachel Davenport, the principal agent at LH Griffith and company understands because she is a wife and mother herself. Rachel can assist you with all of your insurance needs, whether it is trying to find the best deals on auto insurance, helping select the most appropriate home insurance coverage, or helping you protect your family with health and life insurance. Rachel does it all. We know what a headache it can be to select the best insurance. So to save yourself precious time and energy, give a Rachel Davenport a call today for all your insurance needs. Her number is 864-828-0579. That's 864-828-0579. Or find her on Facebook at Rachel Sells Insurance. All her information is in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. So talk about, there was like the sound bath afterwards and some of it got really, really loud. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So I, um, I have a set of crystal bowls and I just, that I just play them for the chakras. Um, 
and I have them set up in the session. So what I do, the way I do it is I initially read the person. Mm-hmm. Then I come to the bowls and I play root to crown, crown to root to really open those areas up and kind of nudge in so that when I go back in, everything's kind of already been opened up some. So it's much easier for me to balance you out. So I do the sound bowls about midway through the treatment. Um, and yeah, they get, they get loud. They're pretty intense and it's the same concept, you know, that those sound waves, um, you know, they sound can travel through water. And so our bodies are 70% water. So when these sounds are around us, they're actually penetrating in our body and then traveling all over to like where they need to go. Mm. So, um, I think I remembered you saying like, did you get some really sensations or I felt like you had a lot of times people will either get like, physical sensations, or they'll start to see swirling lights or, or, or colors and things like that as the sound is moving through? Not when the sound was moving through, but you asked me this before, and it was weird when um, I was lying on the bed in the very beginning, when you were kind of like going through the process and I was like, you know, at ease, I started seeing like almost like a kaleidoscope. of like different colors. And then I don't know if it was my overthinking, but then the colors kind of went away and there were more grays and like whites and blacks. It was like, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So your body's speaking to you. Yeah. Yeah. During the sound where you, um, it does, it, it almost like echoes in your ear, right? Like it feels like, and the acoustics in this room are like the way this room is set up too. I think that it just really like it bounces. It was like, um, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't expect it from those no, little holes. did not. Yeah. But I think it's a really powerful way to um, break the seal in into your body before I come in. That's the way I view it. It's like, yeah. I, I read you. I'm like, okay. And then it's funny because sometimes different bowls will vibrate so much longer than another one. And I'm like to myself, I'm like, "Mm, they need their third eye, their third eye. I got to go to their third eye. You know, like if the third eyeball is like, wow, 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 (laughs) wow. Yeah. So funny. So interesting. I'd love to learn how to like do the full sound bath and I will one day, but um, I I think the bowls are great tools for me in this work that I do. And I'm really I love that, that I can incorporate them in, in the sessions. Yeah. It's like all senses are included. You got the sense, you got the smell. Uh, that's the same. Um, the hearing, what does it sound? you have yeah. the touch? Um, you don't have the taste, I guess. I don't know if anybody's yeah. tasting anything. Um, you had water at the, at the end or the beginning or whatever. What's the other one? Um, touch sight. I think that was it. I think, okay. that's, I think everything can taste, right? I'm like going back to elementary. What are I'm you? I'm like, hmm, how can I incorporate? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> put it over. It tastes put it on your tongue. Yeah. But it was, yes, definitely a sensory um, experience. And I will tell you, like, it, it was different for me and kind of a person that's kind of like analyzing something. I think it probably took me a little bit longer than most people to kind of like relax and to just kind of like 
be. And, but I will tell you, like at the end, I was like ready to fall asleep. Um, and like, I felt relaxed and almost like I could take a deep breath, you know? So, so that was really, it was just like, it was an awesome, um, experience. So thank you. I'm so glad that you loved it. Yes. And I, um, and that's so, so true. And so that's why typically I, my clients will come back at, because the first time is like that, because you're just like, if, especially if you've never had it, it's, it, it does take a minute for your body to kind of ease into it. And so when I have clients who've come, you know, two, three times, they, they're like coming in, getting in the bed, the bells, you know, <laughs> fixing everything, you know, because they know what to expect and right. it takes no time at all for them to fall into that relaxed state, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, it's totally normal, but you did. Yeah, I definitely, I can, there's never, I don't know that I can usually always get someone where they need to go. Yeah. 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 Um, you talked about masculine energy and feminine energy. Can you explain the difference between those two? Because that those are terms that I don't know are growing into popularity as of late, but, um, the difference between those two and how they show up in our everyday. Absolutely. Um, so that is the other thing that happens in a session with me is I I'm, I'm really intuitive on where your masculine and feminine is. And I think likely because I've done a lot of work around it for myself, I, I live in my masculine energy. I'm a single mom. I own businesses. So our masculine energy is our doing. Mm. It's our getting stuff done. It is taking control, taking charge. Not that, not that feminine women can't do that. Most women live in their masculine energy. And then the feminine energy is like this softer side of us, this compassionate side of us, this, you know, um, just really standing in our, our, our knowing of, of, and how, you know, our energy helps people feel comfortable and at ease. And it's that type of like caring and that sort of thing. So a lot of times, especially as moms, especially as business owners, women, I, I see a lot of women who stand in this masculine energy and they have a hard time, like, like either being in a relationship or, you know, finding men. I mean, that was, that's what made me start looking. I'm like, why am I not dating? And it's like, because I'm walking around all the time, you know, in this, in this state of like, I'm going to get stuff done and you can't mess with me. And I, you know, um, (laughs) that's why that guy flipped you off. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, (laughs) then I also see a lot of women who come in and, they have a hard time stepping into that masculine energy. They have a hard time, you know, telling people how they feel, setting boundaries. You know, they're living in this, you know, caretaker type energy, which is it's a little bit part of that feminine thing. And so the key is to get a good balance of both. And so the masculine energy is the right side of our body and the feminine energy is the left side of our body. And it actually kind of like swirls up the center. And I like to imagine that it is what is creating the spin you see in the chakras. Mm. So if you have a nice balance of that, it helps keep all of the other parts of you balanced. If you are off on that, like you don't have any, and here you just imagine like that momentum is like slowed down or met, you know, pulled to yeah, the side. Yeah. So it's nice to really, I really always try to leave everyone 
balanced and it comes up a lot in one direction or the other for a lot of people and even my male clients you know sometimes men need to step into this you know emotional right, you know right. compassionate side too and they're conditioned to not ever do that so they don't even have any idea how to step into this feminine energy um so it is really important in just keeping your whole system balanced um yeah. Yeah. And you, I would like to tell the listeners this, that you said I had equal parts, masculine and feminine energy. I was like, oh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. You like, you definitely had like this beautiful balance already going for yourself. That's something I'm going to put on my resume. So I you should. <laughs> equal, equal energy. Um, no, because really it is, it is something to, to, you know, be proud, you know, to be excited about because it's something that it causes a lot of problems for people on, mm. on both ends, you know, whether you're standing too much in this or that, it's like, we all have this, we're emotional beings. We mm. are, you know, we're all born with that. That's part of being a human and our society and our condition has just kind of taught us that it's a weakness right? and it's really a strength, you know, that, and then also, our society has conditioned us that, you know, that women, you know, should not stand in their power. So then you've got that side of it too. So, you know, I really, I, it's important to, to know that, um, that it, that that's something that is, is causing people a lot of issues. And that once you can balance that, mm -hmm. then you can really get to the nitty gritty of what's going on with you. So you were already halfway there. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So can you explain to like, what are the benefits of Reiki? I, I don't think we talked about that, but if someone was like, Ooh, I want to know like the benefits and why I should apply it to my life. Absolutely. Um, so anxiety, if you struggle with anxiety and depression, um, if you have a hard time, you know, relaxing, it will start to show your body how to do that, how to calm your central nervous system. So that's what causes all this angst in us all the time, all this overwhelm. So it really, really helps relieve a lot of that stress. So I'll have people, you know, text me a week after treatment and be like, God, I've just been so much more calm or I feel so much more at ease or I didn't, you know, bite someone's head off when yeah. they did something yeah. that made me mad. So it really can help with regulating our emotions and regulating like how our central nervous system is going to show up in any given situation. So our reactions, um, it's now being used in hospitals. They're sending a lot of nurses for like pre and post surgery. Wow. Um, so people use it for injuries to speed up the healing process. Sometimes mm. um, it's being used for like chemo therapy. Um, so it's, it's really starting to get integrated into Western medicine, which is exciting because people will say, Oh, Reiki, that's, you know, that's that woo woo stuff, you know, mm. that, that I don't believe in that stuff. Um, and so it's nice to have like this backing from the Western medicine culture that it is actually something real. Um, mm. And then lastly, the is, is really healing the wounds and the traumas and all of the conditioning, it really can help you start to, because when I give you a reading on your body or any Reiki practitioner, you know, it can really like, say you didn't even know, like your solar plexus was blocked. And, you know, I can say, are you standing in your power? And you haven't thought about that. And you're like, man, no, I'm really not. So like, it can really open up 
uh, your perception of what's really going on with you. So your, your thoughts are creating this reality for you and really it's not even what it truly is. So the Reiki can get in there and figure out in your body what needs to be addressed. And so it can open you up to this healing process of all of this conditioning, anything that's happened to you. Um, I have clients who have had, you know, sexual abuse and it's helped them, you know, really heal a lot of that because they don't feel comfortable talking about it. So they, they'll come in here and have a session and, and have a huge release on the table that they weren't able to do themselves. It does a lot of clients cry on the table. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And I always say, I love it when you cry, because for me, that means that you are releasing this energy that is causing you, that is not serving you. So it's allowing you to get in deeper into what is causing your problems, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times yeah. it's just things that happened to us when we were kids, things yeah. that happened to us when we were growing up. I talked to my clients a lot about this inner child work stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's not fun. I won't, you know, some of that stuff's not fun. Shadow mm-hmm. work, that is not fun. But yeah. if you're really trying to become the highest version of yourself, you've really got to, you've got to tackle that stuff. You can't let it go by the wayside. So Reiki can really help you kind of hone in on what some of those things are. Yeah. I almost feel like too, it's like when we first heard of like yoga, um, and you know, I was like, what's yoga? You know, everybody was like, what's yoga? It's like this new concept. And then, you know, the more people um, did it, it gained popularity. Now it's just like yoga or same with meditation. Like, meditation. That's weird. That's strange. Who's going to do that? Who has time for that? Um, blah, blah, blah. You know? And I kind of feel like Reiki, like in the Western world is a little bit farther, um, behind a couple steps behind, but I feel like, you know, it's going to be something that I don't know how yoga was when it was first introduced, you know, I think all of this spirituality and all of this, I think people associate, you know, especially if you are in a specific religion, they'll look at something like that and they'll be like, this is against what I, what my beliefs are. Um, but really it's not about that. I tell people like, if you're Catholic and that's your, that's your connection, like that's yours. Like it is what it is for you. Um, and I think especially with the last, you know, year and a half, two years that we've had as a, as a, you know, civilization, it's like, we we're the meds, the, the, you know, traditional psychotherapy, all these things are not working for us. And Mm -hmm. people are really trying to seek out this like inner work, you know, and a lot of times when we get caught up, we're only looking at, we're looking for something on the outside to save us, something to, you know, something, some person, something, some amount of money, you know, all of that's going to make us feel better. And what Reiki and all of the spirituality and yoga, yoga, all of it is really getting you to look inside yes. and, and solve it from there rather yes. than trying to reach for something. So mm. it is becoming more and more and you know, when I first told my family I was doing this, they're like, uh, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And then the last time I went to visit my mom, she was like, will you do some of that Reiki on me? So, you know, it's like people, people start to open up their mind. And I think just, just with COVID and everything, it's given people a lot of opportunity to explore different ways of, 
of being and healing and, you know, all the things. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was, I made a poll or whatever questionnaire on my Instagram about, um, who do you want to see next on my podcast? And, you know, Allison Thornton. Yeah. Yes. She was the one that mentioned you. And I was like, Oh, Reiki. I never even thought about that. That's not something. Yeah. Yeah. So I would thought that was so cool. And I feel like, you know, somebody who is big into self-improvement, this is a self-improvement podcast. My job, I feel like is to share all the different modalities of how you yourself can become the highest version of you to become your vision. And I think this is um, a topic that a lot of women can connect with and experience that they can benefit as well and will help them step into that higher version. Absolutely. And it's all about getting that, like, you know, high, that, that high vibration inside of you, because once you have that inside of you, then you can't help, but give it to everybody else. And it's just going to create more good things for you, you know, and I love what you do on your, um, with the work that you do with women and all of the things and this, your podcast, I've listened, you know, since I got connected with you, I've, I've listened to many of your episodes and I really, you know, there's a lot of value in people hearing other people's stories and people Mm. seeing that it doesn't have to be a one lane show. Like what works for you may not work for her. What works for him may not work for him. So I love that you're, you know, showing people all of these different ways of potentially creating that higher version of themselves. So I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So you're in the Charleston area. Where can people find you if they're like, oh, I need some of this uh, in my life? Where are you on social? And I'm going to include all this stuff in the show notes. But where can people find you? Awesome. Yes. Um, So my website is authenticcoachingandreiki.com. I have the Center for Healing, which is where my office lives, and a couple of other um, spiritual women um, have offices here and we have a studio that is located at 349 Folly Road, right over the base of the Wapu Bridge in James Island. Um, and then my Instagram is Jess underscore Baron, mm-hmm. or there is Center for Healing CHS. And on both of those spaces is a link in my bio to set up appointments. We're on mind, body, everything that um, I do appointments, classes, workshops, um, everything is on mind body. So, um, and Instagram links. Oh, that's amazing. Now, do you do virtual work? And, but now that we're back, okay. I prefer pe- like, people, I get it. I just prefer being in person. So we do a bunch of workshops. We do work. We do a full moon workshop every, you know, most months, Dolly, who is um, the Charleston astrologer. She has an office here. So her and I team up, um, I team up with other people to offer these in-person workshops. So I prefer in person, but I can, I definitely am able to do virtual, but I just feel like the experience I'm like, I want people to have like the most value from their experience. And I feel like, um, in person just creates that, you know? Yes. I understand that. Well, thank you so much for being here and educating us on all things Reiki and chakras. And you just have great energy you yourself, you know, (laughs) thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. 
Absolutely. And you keep doing all that great work you do. That's amazing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And you guys, if you love the show, make sure you screenshot it, tag Jessica Barron and myself and yeah. And leave a review. That would be so much to me. And remember guys, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision, and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes, and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and remember to go after the life you want. Bye, guys. Bye.